Hey everybody, Nick Espinoza, your chief security fanatic here. And first things first, yesterday's daily video and podcast, I went a little off the rails and quite frankly, I think it was well deserved. Uh, you know, I, I am really, really angered when I see children's data being data mined, especially when a company like Facebook has expressly said that they are not going to do that, and they continue to do that, and they are caught repeatedly violating their own agreements, violating their own federal government orders and all of that. It really bugs me. And so the privacy in Facebook is absolutely horrendous. So I want to change gears today and talk about something else, and that would be TikTok, because TikTok tracked a journalist via her cat. I'm not kidding. This is what happened. This is coming from Zoe Kleinmanoff of the BBC. And if you haven't been paying attention, I mean, this is unbelievable because if you have been paying attention, this isn't news at all. Now, here's what's going on. Two days before Christmas, TikTok called the London-based journalist Christina Criddle to tell her basically that two of their employees in China and two in the U.S. had actually viewed user data from a personal account of hers without her knowledge or consent. Now, what happened to Miss Criddle, basically she's a Financial Times technology correspondent, is what TikTok and its parent company ByteDance out of Beijing, China, have consistently denied what happened, which is why she has decided to talk to the BBC, and here we are. So thank you, Zoe Kleimenhoff, for letting me crib on, you, on, on your article, even though you don't know I'm doing it until I tag you in this on Twitter. Now, TikTok has confirmed members of its internal audit department looked at the location of Miss Criddle's IP address. That's a unique, uh, basically a unique public address that is assigned to every public facing device. And they basically compared it with the IP data of an unknown number of their own staff in TikTok because they were trying to establish who was actually meeting with the press. If you recall, I've done videos and podcasts on this and in, in basically in the past, they quote, misused their authority, end quote, to do so. And basically, they were acting in an unauthorized manner. This is, again, according to TikTok uh, and, and what we have heard. Although, honestly, really, I don't necessarily know if it was unauthorized. That's my speculation, though. Now, Miss Criddle does not know for how long she was tracked or how often, but she does know what happened last summer. Now, her TikTok account was on her personal mobile phone and in the name of her cat, known as Buffy. Okay. Now, essentially, her own name and occupation were not mentioned in that bio at all, meaning all you had is the public information that was basically the biography of her cat, Buffy, but it didn't mention she was a journalist. It didn't mention her name, but obviously TikTok gets a ton of information on you, and we're going to talk about that after I'm uh, done with Zoe Kleimenhoff's article. Now, she had up to about, Buffy, I should say, the page, had about 170 followers, and over three years, she'd uploaded about 20 or so videos of Buffy, got a couple hundred views. I mean, this is not some massive global viral account here. Now, last summer, Miss Criddle had been talking to TikTok staff that were unhappy with company practices, meaning she basically got in TikTok's gun sites because as a journalist for the Financial Times, she was talking to their disgruntled employees. Now, the data breach basically um, had failed to identify her sources, according to TikTok, meaning they looked through her stuff. Uh, they looked through Buffy's account, Buffy the Cat's account, could not figure out which employees were talking to Miss Criddle. Now, she says it may have also breached, and I don't think it may have. I do think it breached the EU's uh, GDPR, General Data Protection Regulation, and obviously you have to actively consent under that law uh, to a large company, uh, basically uh, about how things are being used, meaning 
I have as a European as a as a European citizen, an EU citizen, um, and I am not for the record. But if I was, I would have the right to basically tell TikTok to go pound sand, don't use my data, don't do anything. And apparently, they didn't care and still did that to Christina Criddle. So many thanks to Zoe Kleinmanhoff of the BBC for writing such an important piece I was cribbing off of. But honestly, this should be no surprise whatsoever. And for that. We're going to turn to TikTok's privacy policy directly. I went right to TikTok's website. You can find this yourself at tiktok.com slash legal slash page slash US slash privacy policy slash EN for English. There you go. This is directly from there. You can go read this. But I'm basically going to quote verbatim of here because if you're using TikTok, understand that you're being data mined in ways that you have no idea about. So in the what information we collect section, I'm basically going to skip the information you provide section uh, basically as you're giving them all of the basics. You're giving them your name. They know your password. They know the phone number you're using. So if your password for TikTok is the same as your bank and the same as Netflix, the same as everything else, go change that. ASAP. Obviously, anything you generate, they collect. Audio, pictures, messages, texts, etc., etc. I'm also skipping the information from other sources section because it relates to basically them getting info on you from third party third parties like advertisers or if they have their software development kits hooked into websites and you're going there so you know like if you're on facebook for example and you go to like cars.com to like go find a used car or buy a car now you're getting ads on facebook tiktok's doing the same thing that's no different but check out the points here from their quote automatically collected information and this is nuts this section is crazy and i quote directly Here's the first point. Device information. We collect certain information about the device you use to access the platform, such as your IP address, user agent, mobile carrier, time zone settings, identifiers for advertising purposes, model of your device, the device system, network type, device IDs, your screen resolution and operating system, app, and file names and types, meaning they are looking through your files and your types, keystrokes or patterns, keystroke patterns or rhythms, meaning they understand your keystrokes, your patterns, your rhythms. That is a biometric battery state, audio settings and connected audio devices. In other words, they are creating a fingerprint for you. They do not have to know your name to know exactly who you are based on the unique characteristics of your device. I continue, we quote, we automatically assign you a device ID and user ID. So you might log in as Buffy the cat, but they know that you are Christina Criddle due to the unique identifiers in your phone. That's exactly how they found her. Now, quote, where you log in from multiple devices We will be able to use information such as your device ID and user ID to identify your activity across devices. Meaning, if you're doing things, whatever it is, given the vagueness of this language, you could be going to Facebook, you could be browsing, you could be, I don't know, downloading adult content, whatever it is. They are going to start correlating this information as they have identifiers of your other, uh, basically, devices out there. Quote, we may also associate you with information collected from devices other than those you use to log into the platform. End quote. Meaning they are looking through your network. You've got that connected to your home Wi-Fi. They're finding that smart fridge. They're finding that DVR. They're finding your home computer. They're finding your spouses, your kids, your, your you know, other devices, you know, all of their stuff as well, because they are looking for this information and they are stating it publicly. The app 
is designed to track. It's designed to scan networks. This is not new, but people don't understand this. And these are direct quotes from the TikTok privacy policy. And it gets worse because how about, quote, location data? We collect information about your approximate location, including location information based on your SIM card and or IP address. In addition, we collect location information such as tourist attractions, shops, and other points of interest if you choose to add the location information to your user content. Current versions of the app do not collect precise or approximate GPS of U.S. users. What does approximate or precise mean? Meaning, are they within 100 feet? as opposed to three feet, even though if I'm in 100 feet, let's say within where I am, it's pretty damn still identifiable. I don't understand, the language is vague. And I continue, quote, if you are still using an older version that allowed for collection of precise or approximate GPS information last release August 2020, and you granted us permission to do so, we may collect such information. So in other words, if you've got an old version of this for whatever reason, go update it, but not like it matters because they're still collecting your data. And so maybe instead of getting you pinpointed to three feet from the GPS, maybe you're 100, maybe you're 10, maybe you're 1,000. They are not saying. They are not saying. But the point is with everything they are collecting, every all the telemetry, all the correlation between multiple devices, that's got to be less than 100 feet. It really does. I mean, think about how they are fingerprinting you without just needing your username and password. Remember, you have a unique device ID, you have a user ID, and so if they basically disassociate your user ID, they can still track you by your device and the other devices that don't have TikTok on it. Don't forget that. And then there's this, quote, image and audio information. We may collect information about the videos, images, and audio that are part of your user content, such as identifying objects in scenery that appear, the existence and location within an image of face and body features and attributes, the nature of audio, and the text of the words spoken in your user content. Basically, it, so if I'm in the background of a TikTok video, and God forbid, because every idiot with TikTok has this thing out there, you know, so you're probably caught on this. Now I'm being collected. Now I'm in a facial ID database. This is crazy. Quote, we may collect this information to enable special video effects for content moderation, for demographic classification, for content and ad remediations, and for non-personally identifying operations. We may collect biometric identifiers and biometric information as defined under U.S. law, such as face prints and voice prints, from your user content where required by law, meaning if sections of the United States don't have a CCPA like California, we will seek any required permissions from you prior to any such collection. If your state does not have an expressed bio, bio, uh, biometrics collection consent, like Illinois has the Biometric Information Privacy Act, you're out of luck. And that's most of the country. And it keeps going, quote, metadata. When you upload or create user content, you automatically upload certain metadata that is, collect that is connected to the user content. Metadata describes other data and provides information about your user content that will not always be evident to the viewer. For example, 
in connection with your user content, the metadata can describe how, when, where, and by whom the piece of user content was created, collected, or modified, and how that content is formatted. It includes information such as your account name that enables other users to trace back the user content to you, your user account. Additionally, metadata includes data that you choose to provide with your user content. I, I example hashtags and all that kind of stuff, meaning they're even collecting all of the metadata. That metadata can be used to further fingerprint you. So even if they don't know your name, they know everything about you and everything else, including apparently demographic and biometric information. Cookies are the same way. You know, they, they suck up cookies like everybody else. You know, there you go. Quote, we may link your contact or account information with your activity on and off our platform across all your devices using your email or other login or device information. We may use this information to display advertisements on our platform tailored to your interests, preferences, and characteristics, just like Facebook. Quote, we may aggregate or de-identify the information described above. Aggregated or de-identified data is not subject to this privacy policy, meaning if they say, oh, well, we've de-identified it, we've segregated your device ID from your user ID, it doesn't matter because you have a unique ID that can easily be tracked back to you because of the uniqueness of your phone, the IDs in it, the hardware, the software, the configuration, the location, the IP address, all this kind of stuff. And there are other sections on how they use your data, which also really suck as well. And, you know, this is above and beyond Facebook for the record. And I've read their privacy policy, which is no, no kindergarten class either. But this, this is above and beyond. And so with that, I'm going to leave you with this quote from their data security and retention section, quote, TikTok may transmit your data to its servers or data centers outside of the United States for storage and or processing. Other entities with whom TikTok may share your data, as described herein, may be located outside of the United States, end quote. And if that's not telling for a Chinese-based company beholden to an authoritarian regime, I don't know what is. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP, but never TikTok, but you can subscribe to me at YouTube. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.